You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This podcast may cause dizziness, confusion, bloating, uncontrollable laughter, and in some cases, anal leakage. Listener discretion is strongly advised. This is episode number 63 of Excuse Me, That's Illegal, the podcast that takes a hardcore look at some softcore crimes. I'm your pizza-loving host, Leroy Luna, coming at you straight out of the closet with a couple tales about customers who received some bonus toppings on their pies. Those lucky ducks. This one's going to get greasy. I'm super pumped to get into it. So let's go, baby. But first, I have a few jokes for you that I salvaged from a site called scarymommy.com. These are just good, clean fun. What's a pizza maker's favorite song? Slice, slice, baby. (laughs) Wow, I gotta admit, even for me, that one was a little bit cheesy. Hey guys, I've been thinking of opening up a restaurant that serves pizza and seafood. And I think I'm gonna call it The Crust Station. Okay, that one was clever. And I saved the best for last. Or maybe not. So here goes. Why was the pizzeria desperate for business? Because they needed the dough. (laughs) Alright everybody. I want to thank Carrie for helping gas up the minivan this week. Thanks girl. Okay. Hop in and let's cruise these suburban streets as I serenade you with another tale of low-level true crime. Don't worry, my friends. I promise to get you back home in 30 minutes. Or it's free.
episode number 63, Extra Toppings. I love pizza. Who doesn't? Crazy people, that's who. I got a friend who's lactose intolerant, and he'll still devour that ooey-gooey cheesy goodness and battle those stomach pains afterwards. Because it's worth it. My family doesn't attend church. We have a different tradition on Sundays. For dinner, I'll go pick us up a couple pies. I'm drooling over here just thinking about it. And we pile those toppings high, baby. Bring it on. The more the merrier. Besides anchovies, I never met an ingredient I didn't like. That is until I researched this episode and found out that there are some things that just aren't meant to go on a slice. Okay. Our first story takes us to Georgetown, which is a city in central Texas with a population of 47,400 people according to the 2010 census. What is Georgetown known for? I thought you'd never ask. According to georgetown.org, on April 25th, 1990, Georgetown was certified by local residents and the Texas legislature as the Red Poppy capital of Texas. Red poppies have been a part of Georgetown's landscape for over 70 years. Red poppies have grown naturally in street and highway right-of-ways, in vacant lots and parklands, and in native and cultivated areas of our citizens' yards. We understand that Georgetown is one of the few locations in the United States where red poppies reseed themselves from year to year. Each April, as the poppies bloom, Georgetown celebrates with the annual Red Poppy Festival. Cool, but we aren't here to sniff the flowers today. No siree. I mean, poppies are beautiful and all. And I'm sure they smell great. But you know what smells even better? Pizza. Mm-mm-mm. And I can already smell the aroma of that greasy goodness coming from Papa Murphy's. Papa Murphy's Take and Bake Pizza, located at 3316 Williams Drive. Papa Murphy's is a chain outlet offering build-your-own takeaway pizzas to be cooked at home. Didn't Kramer have a similar idea on Seinfeld? bake your own pies. He wanted to have a restaurant where you get behind the counter, toss the dough up in the air, and shove it in the oven and all that. Not my idea of a good time. The whole experience of getting takeout, at least to me, is laziness and convenience. I want no part in making it. You better give me a sweet discount if I gotta heat that up myself when I get home. I'm not familiar with this place. Not sure if there's the option of them cooking it in the restaurant as well. Let me know if you're a fan of Papa Murphy's. I'd love to hear all about it. I just really don't get the appeal. Maybe I'm missing something, though. But for now, let's hear from a couple of customers of this specific establishment. 4.3 star average from 184 Google reviews. Review number one is a one star from a dude named John. Seven months ago. He says, quote, An extremely rude young man answered the phone and talked back to me with sarcasm when I asked if they had certain ingredients. I asked to talk to a manager and was hung up on. I called the second time to talk to a manager, and was greeted with laughter and giggling in the background. Today's date is August 20th, 2021. I called around 6 o'clock p.m. I don't usually do reviews like this at all. End quote. Yeah, he's got a timestamp and everything. 
And you don't want to hear giggling on the other end of the phone when you're trying to order food. No, thank you. Next up, we got a two-star from Christy four years ago. Quote, first, let me say normally, I have a great customer experience at Papa Murphy's Georgetown. Today was the worst I've had, though. I ordered a gourmet veggie. The girl behind the counter said they were out of zucchini. She offered me a substitution. As I was watching the girl make the pizza, she threw on the few crumbs of dried up mushrooms in the bottom of the pan on the pizza. I asked if I may please have some fresh ones. She stated they were out of them. The first girl very loudly tells me that it comes with mushrooms. I said, yes, I know. I order this weekly but I would like some fresh ones as there are dried crumbs in the bottom of the pan. She very rudely raises her voice louder and says, well, we don't have any more. This is at 4.15 on a Sunday, not five minutes before they close. I told her, so basically the pizza I order, you're out of two of the ingredients. And she doesn't even apologize. She just stood up and stared at me like I had a problem because I expected to get the pizza I ordered. End quote. Wow, a couple of bad experiences here. Usually I mix in a positive one, but I gotta set the tone for what is about to go down. Let's call it a little foreshadowing. These employees are rude and sassy, but that's nothing compared to what Brent Bradley experienced on September 2nd, 2014. It was a Tuesday around 8.40 p.m. This was shortly before closing time, which was 9 o'clock. Brent calls in an order for a large stuffed pie topped with some Canadian bacon, pineapple, and extra cheese. That's an interesting combo. Sweet and salty. I get it. Personally, I'm team pineapple, but that is and always will be a highly controversial topping. This combination is definitely not one of the big sellers over at Papa Murphy's. I looked into it, and their top sellers are the all-meat crustless keto pizza, followed by the cowboy pizza coming in at number two. Never heard of a cowboy pizza. It's not a pizza topped with wieners and beaners, like one would assume. Oh no, it's actually much classier. They say, it's a roundup of your favorite flavors. Pepperoni, sausage, sliced mushrooms, and black olives on traditional red sauce with parmesan and zesty herbs. Sounds delicious. I don't know about you, but that description just gave me a mouth boner. Mmm. <laughs> Anyways, where were we here? Cowboys and cowgirls? Ah, yes. Brent orders his pizza. The employee who picked up the phone and took his order is 18-year-old Austin Simmons, who is cleaning and ready to close up and get out of there for the night. He's pissed off because he was ready to bounce and play video games, get high, jerk off. You know, typical stuff teenagers do. Instead, he's got to make one more stupid pizza for this asshole Brent. Why didn't he order, like, some dominoes or something instead. Idiot. About 10 minutes later, Brent shows up at Papa Murphy's. No doubt he can't wait to get this delicious pizza, bring it home, set his oven to 425 degrees, and wait 15 minutes for it to cook. I seriously don't get the point of this place. Could you imagine? Picture this. You're hungry as hell, you go to McDonald's and get a Big Mac combo, and you're thinking, ooh, I can't wait to devour this. All I gotta do is bring it home, throw the fries in the deep fryer (laughs) and cook that meat and assemble the burger and then it's on. It's going to be awesome. Okay, I got to stop getting sidetracked. Back to Brent. He excitedly enters the store. He's hungry 
and he glances in the back and does a double take. Huh? He cannot believe his eyes. He is absolutely shocked and disgusted by what he sees. Austin has his pants pulled down, and he's rubbing his testicles all over Brent's uncooked pizza. He's teabagging that son of a bitch hard. Austin looks up. They make awkward eye contact. And it's at this exact moment that Austin realizes he fucked up. Big time. He is so busted. He puts the pizza down, pulls up his pants quickly, and immediately says to Brent, quote, Man, I am really sorry. That was stupid. Brent responds by asking Austin his age. He tells him, I'm 18. Then Brent says, So you are old enough to know better than to put your balls on someone's pizza? Austin responds, Yes. Wow. Crazy turn of events here. Austin apologizes profusely to Brent, but it's too little too late. Brent calls the police, and now 18-year-old Austin, with his whole life ahead of him, is in deep trouble. Officer Robbins shows up, and after confirming what has just taken place, Austin is charged with tampering with a consumer product and taken into police custody. The next day, the Papa Murphy's store manager calls Austin, and during this conversation, which is recorded by police, the manager asks why he placed his sweaty balls on the customer's pizza. Austin responds by saying, I did what I did because the customer had called in the order right before closing time. Boom. And there we have it, folks. My paranoia has been justified. I tell my wife all the time, never go to a place within 30 minutes of closing time. Having worked in the service industry before, I know the feeling. No one wants to deal with customers at that point, especially a place that serves food. I simply will not do it. And this is why. Austin didn't even know this guy. He wasn't rude to him or anything. He just ordered his food near the end of the night, and that was enough to piss the teen off to the point that he wanted revenge disgusting revenge. People will mess with your food. And Austin could have easily gotten away with what he did had he not done it in plain sight of the front door. Rookie mistake. When police questioned Brent asking him if he was going to serve the pizza to the customer after resting his balls atop it, he goes, probably. That's the terrible part. Probably? 100% he was going to. After his confession to the store manager, I shouldn't even have to say this, but obviously Austin was fired. And that was the least of his problems. His bail was then set at $10,000, which he paid, or most likely his parents paid. Food tampering. It's a huge deal. Detective Chris Brown pointed out that, quote, substances such as fecal matter can be transferred by sweat to the scrotum and could have transferred to the pizza when Simmons rubbed his scrotum on the pizza. End quote. Gross. Now I feel like taking a break to go scrub my balls. But I won't. Let's carry on. This was Austin's first offense, so they took it easy on him, and eventually the felony charge was dropped and downgraded to a misdemeanor charge of violating the Texas Health and Safety Code. Almost a year later, in July of 2015, a plea deal was reached. Austin was forced to attend an intervention program. If completed, all charges would be dismissed. He also got probation. Brent Bradley the man who narrowly avoided cooking and eating the teen's poo particles from his sweaty ball sack, approved of this light punishment. Austin definitely learned his lesson. Don't be a disgusting douche, or at least don't get caught being one. The comments in the Daily Mail article did not disappoint on this one. Chief Crazy Horse from Norwich goes, I once saw in Spain a worker tossing a pizza. He put the pizza down, picked at some blackheads on his face, 
then continued to toss the dough. Ugh. Yeah, that's gross. Brings a whole new meaning to the phrase pizza face, doesn't it? <laughs> Common sense precursor from the UK said, quote, Was the pizza box labeled, may contain traces of nuts on it? Good one. And Daz from LA says, Beware the next time you order a meat lovers with extra sausage. Nice. I would have said something like, I heard the only reason Brent didn't eat the tainted pizza, get it, taint, was because he had a serious nut allergy. Or something like that. Anyways, that was fun. We actually have time for another quickie, so let's travel to Laguna Hills, which is a city in Orange County, California. Laguna Hills is only six miles from beautiful Laguna Beach. Many celebrities such as Bette Midler, Charlie Chaplin, and Robert Englund have called Laguna Beach home over the years. The year we're visiting is 2012. It's the afternoon of September 8th, and it's a Saturday. A 19-year-old, an unnamed teenager, is pulled over on a routine traffic stop. It happens, know what I'm saying? While this is going on, another boy in blue shows up for backup, I guess, and he's a 30-year-old scumbag named Juan Tavera. As the officer tickets the teen, Juan searches the vehicle, and he notices a box of pizza resting on the back seat. And you know what this guy does while everyone else is distracted? He discreetly pulls out his pepper spray and gives it a squeeze on the hot pizza pie. The teen then goes over to his buddy's house and shares the za with a few of his pals. Once he's ticketed and everything, the teen then goes over to his buddy's house and shares the za with a few of his pals. They all become ill, experiencing some mega stomach pains. I looked up what was in pepper spray, and the main ingredient is capsaicin. I think I'm saying that right. Which is the active component of chili peppers. It's concentrated, and it's nasty. According to the DailyMeal.com, yes, you can treat pepper spray like hot sauce, but it'll be spicier than any hot sauce you've ever had. And it'll also be extremely bitter with a nasty aftertaste and none of that fruity flavor that even really spicy peppers have. End quote. So this would have been a terrible experience for the boys. The teen who was pulled over thought back to his interaction with the cops and knew something weird was going on with that other officer. He called the Orange County Sheriff's Department and they looked into it. I'm not sure how they figured out it was him. They must have tested the pizza for pepper spray and narrowed it down that Juan was the only person that could have pulled it off. He was charged with a misdemeanor count of assault or battery by a public officer. This could be punishable by up to a year in jail. Of course it wasn't though. Juan was placed on paid administrative leave while they slowly figured out what to do with him. The wheels of justice turned slowly. In January of 2014, 16 months later, Juan pled guilty to the offense and was given one year of informal probation and 100 hours of community service. I couldn't find anywhere that he got fired, which means he probably didn't. Just a slap on the wrist after a long vacation. Must be nice. Let's hear what the public has to say on this matter. Elizabeth from Pennsylvania says, quote, Imagine if children had eaten that pizza. Whatever it is that is causing our law enforcement to act in such barbaric and rage-induced ways needs to be addressed, and the sooner, the better. It sucks that parents can no longer tell their children to run to a police officer for help when they are in danger, since we can't be sure if those cops will do more harm than good. End quote. Preach, girlfriend. Balma girl was a little more skeptical of the situation. Quote, Just curious, how does someone covertly spray pepper spray? If you have ever sprayed pepper spray, 
You know that even a little, especially in such an enclosed area like a car, it would have been overwhelming and those in the car would have been affected. Even if it was sprayed into the pizza outside the vehicle, those in the vehicle would have been sick. This sounds kind of fishy to me. I don't know. Just doesn't add up. End quote. I thought that was weird too. Like you'd think you'd smell that pungent aroma before eating the slice for sure. And it definitely would have been present in the car. Maybe it was. Perhaps the teen's eyes were watering on his way home and he was coughing uncontrollably but just assumed it was allergies. Then he clued in that the pizza must have been pepper sprayed when everyone got sick from the spicy peppery pizza. Yeah, that's unlikely. Bomber girl's right though, that is fishy. The officer did confess though, it's not like he denied it. So I don't know why this would be made up. We must be missing a detail or two. I don't know. I've read about a couple other instances where people pepper sprayed pizza and other food items before. A prison guard sprayed a pizza and fed it to some inmates and they got sick too. So it is possible. But yeah, to basically be able to do it two feet away from someone without them noticing, that, my friends, is quite the impressive feat. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And we are back. That's a wrap on episode number 63, Extra Toppings. I hope this one delivered you a few laughs this week. Heck, maybe even learn something. And that's all I'm trying to do here. Just hang out with you guys, keep it light, and have a good time. And I hope we've achieved that. As always, I want to thank Steffi for voicing the disclaimer, the operator for providing that sweet, sweet theme music, and my boo for editing this episode. You know what time it is. It's listener confession time. So let's get criminal, criminal. I wanna get criminal. This one comes in from a gentleman who wishes to remain anonymous. We'll call him John Doe. Hello, Leroy. Great stuff with the podcast. Thanks, pal. I want to share a story in response to your latest episode. Here goes. So the bar I work in has late night concerts and is right in the downtown of the city. It gets rather hectic and busy most nights. 
And being a concert hall, there are lots of curtains, odd corners, and just generally a lot of places to hide out. After one such night, the opening crew came in to find that several of the bottles from the back bar were missing. The good stuff, and the not so good stuff. They must have thought, what did the closers do after work? It must have been party time. Later on that day, two dudes come into the bar, carrying a large bag. One seems angry, and the other was making his walk of shame. Turns out this creep had hid out somewhere in the venue and remained unnoticed by any staff till the doors were locked and lights were out. That's when he made his grand booze heist and went off to continue his bender. His roommate, however, was not thrilled. He made his buddy walk back in and return everything the next day. Now our last check of the night is every curtain and corner. The birth of the creep sweep. If you ever read this on your show, please keep my email anonymous. Thanks, and love the podcast. No, thank you, Mr. Anonymous Email Guy. And ah, the creep sweep. Love that. I guess your bar doesn't have a crazy alarm system with motion sensors and stuff like I imagine a lot of places do now. I'm surprised that didn't happen more often, to be honest. Seems like an easy way to score some booze. And wow, talk about a responsible roommate turning the guy in. (laughs) Maybe it was his dad. I had a friend who still lived with his parents when he was 30. When he picked up chicks at the bar and brought them home late at night, he'd always be all like, We gotta be quiet, okay? My roommates are sleeping. (laughs) The best. If you have a confession to make, send it in to illegal at gmail.com. And like John Doe here, you too could have your story played on the air. If you'd like to join the Neighborhood Watch for some bonus content for the price of a Big Mac a month, you can do so by going to patreon.com slash excuse me, that's illegal. Or if you'd like to help gas up the minivan through a PayPal donation and get a shout out like Carrie did this week, you can also do that. There's links to all that good stuff in the show notes. Before we get out of here, I have a promo to play for you from a kick-ass podcast called Defense Diaries. And oh man, it's a doozy. It's hosted by defense attorney Bob Mata, and he's a really great dude. Love this guy. He's my pal. And his father just so happened to be one of John Wayne Gacy's lawyers. That is wild stuff. And his dad also just so happened to give Bob 15 hours of never-before-heard audio of pre-trial talks with Gacy himself. He covers all this in season one, and it's riveting stuff. If you like crazy deep dives, look no further than this podcast. Bob's got you covered. Give him a shot. You'll be so happy you did. I'm gobbling up this show for real. But don't listen to me. Hear it straight from the horse's mouth in a moment. As for myself, I will meet you back here in another 10 days for more soft course gumbaggery. Peace. Alright, take it away, Bob. What's up, guys? I'm Bob Mata, a recovering criminal defense attorney turned podcaster, and I host the true crime podcast Defense Diaries, which is a serialized deep dive into some of the most prolific cases in the history of criminal jurisprudence. 
Now, there are deep dive podcasts and there are deep dive podcasts, and we are the latter. And in season one of the Defense Diaries, the Gacy Tapes, we feature 15 hours of never before heard pretrial interviews between Gacy and his lawyer, my dad, intertwined into a mind blowing narrative, chalk filled with the interviews of those involved with the case, culminating with the trial of the century. So if you think you know the Gacy case, think again, because we literally changed the narrative of the case that everyone thought that they knew. So give Defense Diaries a listen on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.